in yellow. Ah, gentlemen, is it Tuesday already? It must be because we are back with another episode of A Chat with Gailey. It's me, your host, Marcus Gailey. Joining me today will be one of the most controversial members of the league, but I love him to death, Sean Thomas, a.k.a. Timmons. What's up? How's it going, buddy? Fantastic. How are you today? I'm good. Thanks for, for coming along on this fine Tuesday evening. So, boys, let me run you through the schedule quick just so you know what the next hour or so is going to be like. We'll start. We'll get into the trade Timmons just made, and we'll talk some <laughs> some other stuff because we know that that was a, uh, a segment that people wanted to hear about on the pod. So we'll go into that. We'll break down the games from last week, preview next week's games. I have power rankings, which I said I'm going to do every two weeks. So didn't do them last week. Got the newest list this week. And then we have a fun segment at the end. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be good for a lot of laughs. It's gonna be fun. I'm gonna have Yeah, fun. it was I'm fun to make. <laughs> so uh here Tim and scooch up a little bit just so we get your audio oh, a little yeah, better. Sure. Um so we'll just go ahead. We'll uh we'll lead right off into it. So you made a trade last week. We know that you're you're multiple, ki- actually. You're multiple, but yeah. we know you're kind of in tank mode at the moment. Absolutely. You made a trade with Breezy in which you received Tony Pollard and a pick, and Christian and Renfro, or in Renfro, yeah, and you gave Woods in a first. Mm-hmm. I know the league. I mean, I don't really care that much what other teams do. I'm more <laughs> focused on myself, but I know it caused a lot of dilemma in our league. So why don't you go ahead and just kind of walk us through the strategy? I, yeah, I don't there. really understand why there was so much yeah. kickback. Um, so my thought process was, in this trade, I knew I wasn't going to get a big name out of. Breezy, like I wasn't going to get one of his big stars, but I wanted to buy volume in that instance because I feel like I'm at a point where I there's no point for me to buy a star because I would absolutely demolish the idea yeah, of, tanking. of tanking, right? So I went and got Hunter Renfro, who has out targeted Woods, and I went and got Pollard, who out carried many top running backs in the NFL through weeks one and two. Um, obviously, Pollard wasn't given the goal line reps last night, but yeah, he still tough. had a lot of carries. Up to this point, and over the last two seasons, I'm not going to get too into it because people are going to jump my shit again. He has been more efficient running mm. the ball than Ezekiel Elliott. That's just facts. You can come at my neck if you want. That's just reality. Um, furthermore, um, the idea of the trade was I'm not going to say collusion because that's a dirty word. Don't let Himmler hear. But yeah, but I know I know he's always players he's always the first point. one to listen. <laughs> So, but he yeah, will hear. no, but the idea was it, it came after I made the trade with Kyle, which was the OBJ for just a second round pick straight up. I went and looked at the divisions and I went, oh shit, I just got a first round pick in this division. There's already two teams that are very good in this division, and I could make them better in the hopes that I make Eric's team, which, Eric, I'm sorry, I love you, buddy. You hit your ceiling last year. Realistically, if Mahomes and Tyreek don't score 80 a week, you're not going to win. Like, just being realistic, Cordell Patterson is outplaying Mike Davis right now. Chase Claypool is wide receiver three on the Steelers. Like, that, we're being realistic here. And so I wanted to not collude because no one in this had any idea what I was doing except for me during these trades. 
to beef those teams up while also still getting a piece from them that I could use as value as possibly as a keeper, which is exactly what I did. Renfro could end up playing his way into being one of my keepers, being the second highest on the league. Actually, I don't know after this week. I haven't checked the stats yet. But he was out targeting Ruggs. He was out targeting Brian Edwards. And he was only behind Waller in targets on the Raiders. He could be different now. I haven't checked going into this week. Does Sleeper have these stats somewhere? It might. I was looking at I know people, people look at a lot more stats than I do on here. I haven't quite figured out where to go, but I always see people... I just pull up the player, yeah. But no, I... <clears throat> okay. He's out-targeted. The only issue is... Well, not the issue. He is biggest on third down. He's not so much... I mean, he scored in the red zone this week, but he's not going to hit you for 80 yards. He's not going to kill you. He's a Cole Beasley role, basically. Mm-hmm. Where he's out there to get third and eights. He's out there... He's a route runner. They put him in the slot. Um, he died. He does his uh, linebackers up in slot corners. But yeah, no. With Woods also going into that, if you can tell me at some point, I'm not. I'm asking you a question here. Well, I think okay. we talked about this earlier in the week. <clears throat> at any point, has Stafford supported two elite wide receiver fantasy options at any point in his career? We, yeah, I think the only one we said was like Marvin. Marvin it was Jones. Marvin and Kenny Galladay. Not even last year because Kenny was hurt a lot, so it would yeah. have been 20, 2019. Yeah, and by no means right. are we saying that that can't happen. I was just kind of trying to play that Stafford trend where he picks one guy, which we've seen so far he with, has picked his guy. Cup, yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, Marvin Jones was still relevant, yeah. which Robert Woods is going to be relevant. Mm-hmm. But I think he really caps his ceiling off because it's almost like you're seeing 50% of the market share go to Cup. And the other fifty percent split between, you know, Higby, Woods, Higby, Deshaun, Jackson, Deshaun, and Van, Van. and Tutu, and backs, point. yeah, Tutu not yet, but at some point, yeah, and the running backs. So, I just kind of played the market, and went and got a guy that has higher volume, at least to this point. Could change, obviously. Stuff fluctuates week to week, um, in the hopes that I can just you know make that back that money ball up with a uh, more volume. Maybe less touchdown threat, but definitely more volume in a money ball sense. That was the idea. But yeah, grand scheme, no one knew about this, so it wasn't collusion. No one knew what I was trying to do until after I said it, um, and I got value or value in return. But yeah, no, I'm playing the market on Pollard. Like I said in the group chat, I don't know if I said it in the fantasy group chat, but Pollard's not better than Zeke. Zeke is not better than Pollard. There's some things that one does better than the other. There's some things that one does worse than the other. And as long as one, Jerry Jones is in charge, or at least has as much of pull as he does, and two, Zeke is in town with that contract, Pollard's market will never go over 49%. Yeah. Ever. And I think Jerry Jones came out and said money didn't matter this week. Money talks, cash screams. And Zeke is making $15 million this season. And Jerry Jones is a businessman. He's going to want you to think that his investments yeah. are good. He's going to want you to think that he's the smartest person in the room. And he's not going to make himself look stupid by spending $15 million on a running back and then playing the one that is making eight hundred dollars I had one other, one other thing to say about that. He's on a roll. I'm not, I don't want to chime we'll in. Circle, we'll going. circle back. You know, There was something else I wanted to bring up about that. I, there was like 17 statistics I could bring up about... Zeke being the only running back in NFL history to regress every season since he's entered the league. Um, 
<sighs> Pollard is leading the league in true yards per carry, yards per touch. Um, I think he was care leading the league in just overall yards per carry. Um, I don't know, it's probably changed since last night, being as he was. Oh, he was outperforming Zeke through 10 carries last night. Second half of the game, Pollard got one carry, Zeke got the rest of them. Yeah, and you would I think, watched some in the third quarter. He yeah. Didn't, I didn't see him in there much at all. You would think a team that values a running back over another one extensively would play the one they valued more when the game matters. And they didn't. <clears throat> they played Pollard and Zeke when the game mattered. And when they were just at the end kicking the shit out of Philly, Zeke played the whole time. Rationale behind that? Stat padding. I don't know. Make my investment look better. I'm a businessman. I want to make my investment look smarter. I paid a running back $15 million. This is going to get a lot of heat in the chat, and I can't wait for it. I want somebody to prove me wrong. But keep going. Keep going. But yeah, no, I want to... Zeke and Pollard, like I said, both played, had, they were swapping drives. Like, mm-hmm. they were swapping yeah. drives. Back I saw in the first half, like, Zeke had, like, 11 for whatever, and Pollard had, like, 10 for whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And, like I said, through 10 carries for both of them, Pollard had a higher yards per carry. Dude was getting, like, eight yards a pop. He had one bad run, which I think was his last run of the second half, and it was, like, a yard and a half. It was still a positive run. And then uh, Zeke got literally every carry but one the rest of the way out. Got all the red zone work and got all the receiving work, which he hasn't had more receiving work from Pollard in a while. Mm -hmm. So I think not only Zeke – I mean, I don't want to take it away from Zeke. Zeke played an incredible game last night. He looked very good. He looked like Zeke of a few years ago. Yeah. He ran hard. He looked bursty. And he looked really good after the catch in the passing game. So like I said, Pollard is not better than Zeke. But in this system, they are, to me at least, the same. So. All right, well, there you have it. Timmons was on a roll there. That was a, was a good piece of information from him. You guys will listen. You can talk about it if you want. You can question it. But Oh, he, and he said let's remember um, a year and a half ago when I said Saquon sucked and everyone wanted to burn me <laughs> at the stake. So let's, let's think about my track record here, guys. I'm just telling you, I mean... Like I said, Pollard's not taking the line share anytime soon while Jerry Jones is in charge or Zeke is there, and I don't think he should get a line share. Zeke still deserves his his own. But one is appreciating and one is depreciating, and that's just factual. They're at an equilibrium point right now, and they probably will be for the next two years. All right. I'm done. I'm good. <laughs> there it is. All right, so now that we got that out of the way, Let's move into our matchups um, from this past week. So I always let the guests go first. What game are we looking at first? Uh, let me pull up Sleeper real quick. Uh, week three. Let's skip mine. I want to go. Eh, we should probably save the Tro Kive game for last. Uh-huh. That was the best game of the week. I love watching AC <clears throat> lose, so let's do that one first. Um, Wait, why? Because AC's been a dick to me ever since he <laughs> won two games. And then, oh, he scored 105. Back to reality there, brother. He remembered that, or Hollywood Brown remember that he can't play football. And CMC's hurt. Surprise. But, yeah, let's get after it. Jalen Hurts. He had, I think, two points going into halftime. Played a great second half, in my opinion. Like he you was, said, you watched the second half of that game. I watched some of the third quarter, and then I went to bed. But he, he looked I mean, he threw the pick six, but... Smith fell over. 
It was a bad. It was probably a bad decision. It was. The receiver fell. It, it was, was a bad. great play by Diggs. Dude. Yeah, it was bad all the way. It was bad all the way around. The but. pick he threw on his first drive was bad. Um, I didn't I see it. He had two total picks. Yeah, he had two he total had picks. Two. It was they threw a fade <clears throat> um, to the end zone, and it was a good four or five yards short of the receiver. Like. Just no shot. Throw. No yeah. shot, yeah. And it wasn't even like a long pass. Like it was probably 35 yards plus, but it wasn't like he was throwing at 60 yards just trying to stretch mm-hmm. him out. Like it was within reason. Um, but, yeah, no, the first half he looked he looked bad. But the second half I really thought they pulled it together. I mean, it obviously wasn't nearly enough to win. But they did. They definitely did some positive things in the second half. Yeah, and I mean, he was able to outscore Kyler by two on the day. Which is wild. To, I mean, Kyler right now is my MVP pick of the season. He is playing incredible. I've never seen yeah. a quarterback be able to do fadeaways. Yeah. And he does it, like, regularly. Like, no feet on the ground, falling backwards, 40 yards. Like, it's incredible to watch. It's like watching a five foot ten dirt. Yeah, and he's, so, he's so little, and it's, yeah. like, funny. Yeah. He runs like a bad kid. And then we get to the running backs here. We know McCaffrey got hurt. Damon Harris, pretty bad week. Bad week for New England in general. And then Jonathan Taylor, pretty pedestrian, but Barkley, his best week of the year. He was able to find the end zone. 51 rushing yards, 6 catches, 43 yards. That I don't want to say that's his ceiling for the year. It's the worst it was against, he's going to It was against there. Atlanta. Yeah, that's the only reason but I'm saying that. one thing that is ex- super, super exciting about Barkley in that game is how involved they got him in the passing game. Yeah. They haven't done that. And Maybe that's a... Uh, a pattern to look for going yeah. forward. Yeah. I think that's that's where he needs to make his money. Is he needs to be the swing guy? Like he needs to have that, or they need to have that in there. He needs to get the ball in space yeah. where he can make one guy miss and then they go from there. Clearly can't run dive. <clears throat> yeah. So get the best athlete. In my opinion, I've said this before. I'm not backtracking my Barkley stance. I still think he sucks at playing football, but his game is being an open field. Mm-hmm. So. Use your weapons here at the best advantage and throw them swing passes, throw them screens, get pitches. Like, I want to see them game plan for him better, even though I still think he sucks. <laughs> but I think they can do better by him, by getting him better involved in the game plan in a way that benefits his style. So, All right, and then receivers here, pretty bad week from Cooper. And then Godwin and Ooh. Chark both find the end zone. Yeah. Um, Bad week from Hawkinson, only three points, but ended up not mattering. And then down in your flex is Himmler. Naeem Hines, good week for him. It's his second double-digit week out of three weeks. Brian Edwards, able to get double digits. And then, yeah, uh, no touchdown for Gronk this week. 9.5 still isn't bad. And then you got Hollywood Brown. I think he dropped, what, three, three, tu- touchdown three touchdowns? Yeah. He yeah. came back to earth. So, yeah, tough for him. Um not a good week for Macy, but again, top player goes down. Bad week from your other running back. Bad week from Cooper. But you didn't get yunned, and for you, that's, all that matters. that's the biggest win that's of the week, matters, honestly. Yeah. And then, yeah, Himmler finds himself, himself up to 2-1 uh, and one on the season. Don't really know what to make of his team because he Himmler. got yunned last week, and then he beats an undefeated team this week. He's, con- he's a confusing you know one to me. I like Himmler's team, though. I do. Like, I, I, would, I would tell him. I think... He is one solid off season away from being a serious contender. Yeah. Um, I think he needs as much as he doesn't want to hear this, I would trade Barkley as high as you could right now, which isn't super high. 
because I feel like this league is super wide receiver dependent, and I would try and flip that into, re- into a receiver. Because you look at Kybe's team, Kybe's team's, his running backs blow. Sorry, Kybe, love you. Your running backs stink. But he's got incredible receivers, and he yeah. dominates. I mean, he's, I think he's second in the league for points for. Yeah. Like, it's like 145, 150 a week. So I think you just got to get a running back who has a moderate role in a committee and sell out to receivers. And I think if Himmler just kind of swallowed his pride, keep JT, by all means. I think JT's like that. And he's got a, the 70% share in that market. I mean, he doesn't really have the pass catching, but he's going to get all the goal line work. This is a rough week for but he, JT. But he has the pass bounce. catcher, too, yeah. on his team. Yeah, he's got the pass catcher. Yeah, Five Hines. for 54 for Hines, yeah. So, yeah, no, I mean, he doesn't want to hear that, but, I mean, that, honestly, that's what I would do. I would just trade Barkley as high as you can, either get a receiver that you know is in a role now that you can utilize, or just trade up in the draft and try and go get, like, a Lave or Pickens or other dude from OSU or any of those guys and just try mm-hmm. and, you know, build stars at your receivers. Because your receivers are outside of Godwin. They're they're shoddy. Um, Will Fuller... Um, His mean, first game back. Yeah, first game he could team. he could get better. Like I, I think we had this conversation in the group chat where I am concerned about Will Fuller's production moving forward for the sole reason of his identity as field stretcher, and they got the best field stretcher in the draft last year, um, Jalen Waddle. Yeah, and he also doesn't have Deshaun Watson throwing to him. He has Tua and now Jacoby Brissett. But I mean, yeah, Will Fuller's a great flex guy to have. I would I would definitely keep him around. But starting wide receiver. Um, Godwin, I love. Chark is a little bit boomer bust. Yeah, I I just don't know what to make of anybody in that offense right now with with Urban. But yeah, no, I I like Himmler's team. I think it's got a lot of potential. Hawkinson's going to be elite. Um, Hines is basically a receiver. He's got the best kicker in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a good bench. He's got Gabe Davis, on Johnson. He's still got Curtis and Bateman just chilling in IR slots. Right, waiting to come back. Yeah, so and Bateman and he Curtis. Could, he could, could make the move here. If just yeah. depends on that consistency. Like we said, he's been kind of up and down so far. But uh, he finds himself a 2-1, so big one yeah, big big for him or this week. Big ups to him, Daddy. All right, let's go to uh, Eric's game next, just because I have it. Eric and Breezy. So as I predicted, Breezy was going to show out in a big way, finally, after starting 0-2. Yeah. Claps Eric's cheeks here, 159-111. to 111. Absolutely cranked him. So here's the week from Josh Allen that we were all just kind of waiting, like, when is it going to happen because yeah. it's coming sooner or later. 37 points. Zeke scored twice. Chris Carson scored. Um, not a big week from Diggs here, but Keenan Allen has 19. Andrews finally showed up to party. He had 15. And then not much here going on from his flexes outside of Edmonds. But again, such a big week from Josh Allen that he drops 159. And then Eric, you know, we kind of we kind of talked about it. If, if he doesn't get like 60, 70 points from Hill and Mahomes, it's going to be hard for him to win. It's good to see Eckler, though, giving him some points. Uh, oh, yeah. Some points. 22.7, yeah. Himmler, or not Himmler, Eric, I've, I am praying on your downfall. I'm sorry. I want one and two. I am actively plotting against you, and publicly. <laughs> so, but yeah, no, uh, it was a great week from Breezy. We saw this coming. Week one, he scored like 130 without a single touchdown on this team. It's weird yep. seeing Diggs with 10 targets and only 12 points. He's kind of been off to a slow start. I feel like teams for are his shifting standards. more to him. I would. This year? Yeah, I mean, yeah. realistically. Because... I would trust NFL corners to be able to at least stick with Emmanuel Sanders or Gabe Davis. Beasley, maybe not, but 
I would shift everything I got to Stephon yeah. Diggs. He's looking incredible. He's a top three receiver in my opinion. So it makes sense. Um, but yeah, to Eric's team, forty four from QB one and RB one, pretty good. Mike Davis gets you double digits, but kind of bad week for Tyreek Hill again. That's two in a row, and then AJ Brown got hurt. Um, and then he played the wrong tight end again. <laughs> played Komet and then... Just here, cut one of them. And here, just take the... <laughs> Kisicki had 18.6. You still would have lost, but... I know it's... Yeah. Just I mean, pick one and cut I mean, like, You're going you're gonna to make the wrong decision. I know Gusecki had a goose egg for you in week one, but so much random crap happens in week one, and you kept him. So why are you not playing him for someone on the Bears? The Bears are the only... the. One of two offenses in the NFL worse than the Steelers right now. That's the Bears and the Jets. And you're playing their tight end over someone you kept. I just, I don't I, get I it. I kind of get it, though. I, I don't. With, with Fields. Like, he, maybe he thought, like, They oh, scored Fields six points. Like, Matt Nagy blows. Like, I don't know. I It wasn't the right decision. You had Fields versus Brissett, but. At least Brissett <laughs> has been a starter before. Yeah. <laughs> and the and the Dolphins are a better team. It was it was the wrong decision, but like I kind of see where the thought process came from. I don't. Fuck. Anyways, <laughs> okay. Anyways, uh, but yeah. big big week for Justin Tucker actually for Eric, yeah. and then the kick was incredible. That sixty six yards yeah. to win. I should have totally seen that coming. Them having <laughs> them having a letdown after beating the Chiefs. Did you see the play before it? Where the Ravens were like wildly behind the the play clock, and they didn't yeah. delay game. Like and they didn't. Yep. Not even close. Like not even undeniable. It was delay of game, and they missed it. It's fixed, man. That's some BS. <laughs> if I was a That's Lions BS. fan, I would have burned that stadium to the ground that night. That is terrible. Might have been doing the team a favor if you did that. Honestly, <laughs> I hey the offense. It's better than ours. Oh yeah, I, that's not hard to do. Yeah. Panay Sewell, that's not, I don't know, did you see that's not hard to do. the clips of Sewell absolutely pancaking Calais Campbell this week? Flat-backed Calais Campbell. 6'8", 340 pounds. That's a large human being. Calais yeah. Campbell is 6'8", 340 pounds, and he flat-backed him. It's impressive. And he's 20 years old. He's incredible. He's 20. he's 20. He can't even drink at a bar yet. Yeah, yeah. And he is killing people. So, yeah. I mean, their offense... I thought initially that they were going to go and try and take a quarterback. I would draft defense, 100%. Oh, God, you can win with God. Went, yeah. They went to a Super Bowl. Yeah, 100%. I would take defense. You don't have defense. to get rid of Goff. Yeah. And they don't, like, they're basically playing without receivers, too. Like, I drafted Amon Ross St. Brown with them. I'm like, oh, they don't have a receiver. They don't throw to the receivers. Yeah. They just throw to Hawkinson and their running, and backs, running backs, and they're fine. Yeah. And that's enough. They don't even mm. need them. <laughs> it's the I've never seen this in an <laughs> offense before where they literally don't need their receivers. I mean, they have a tight end for a head coach, so like yeah, right. I, I get it. But that's it's I've never seen that before. It's absolutely unfathomable. So All right, who whose game are we doing next? We're two down. Uh we'll do dump a mat versus uh team Heisman. Yeah. Team Heisman wins in an impressive fashion here. 158 to 118. Uh, let's start with the losing side. Dump them out. First loss of the season for the defending champ. Mm-hmm. Kind of bad week from the running backs. Only combining for 15. Chubb, 84 yards. No catches. No touchdown. Um, you know, he's not a huge pass catcher. So he's going to have weeks like this. 
He's yeah. also going to have weeks where he scores twice and has 140. So I think kind of just got to roll with the punches there. They uh they just kind of rode the hot hand with Cleveland because Kareem Hunt had a great week. Yeah, he did. He, uh, he was wildly efficient. I think his yards per carry was like nine, and he had a touchdown and 90 yards and like seven receptions. Yeah. So yeah, it was. I mean, you're, it's going to have weeks like this in a committee. Like it, it happens. And then big week from Justin Jefferson here. Not so great from Julio, yeah. but then uh, Logan Thomas and Thielen get double digits for you. Melvin Gordon double digits, and then Robbie Anderson laid an egg for you on Thursday night. But um, that was tough. You now avoided the young, weren't able to get the win. But you'll see Team Heisman again. Maybe you can get revenge later in the season. Moving to Team Heisman, they're like that. What? I mean, there's there's no argument that Team Heisman is confirmed like that. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, they're very good. Cap Jackson with 19.2, Henry with 19, Aaron Jones with 17, Ridley 14, lowest score so far with almost 10, C.D. Lamb, then 15 from Higpiece, 13 from T-Boyd, 33 from Mike Williams, and then 2 from someone you valued way too high in Rondell Moore. Because he had had one touchdown where no one covered him in week 2, and now I'm supposed to believe he's the next Devin Hester. No, but the rest of your team is still really good, so it doesn't matter. But you were wrong about that. Mike Williams, I got to give off-season pickup of the year. Yeah. To this point, obviously things can change, but Mike Williams looks incredible. He does. Dude, I I had him, and I mean... (laughs) I remember he was terrible. (laughs) He was... Well, he wasn't terrible, but like, with his injury history, like, he got hurt every year. Like, he would have some decent games, and then he would have like four points. So, I thought about it. Like, he is the number two receiver in a pass-heavy offense with a good quarterback. So I did consider keeping him, but I figured he's going to get hurt at some point, and so I just didn't keep him. But, yeah, he's been great. I mean, he was the number seven overall pick in his draft class. Like, the dude is a stud. Yeah, he's huge. I feel like it's just taken him this long to get to. Yeah, and it's a really contract year for him, yeah. too. So. And Herbert's, you know, all right. He's playing okay. Yeah, he's just decent. Right? <laughs> I saw a take today. I'm not saying that I agree with this. I saw a take today that Justin Herbert is better than Josh Allen and just as good as Patrick Mahomes today. Who said that? I can't remember who it was. It was one of those. Uh, oh my god! It's gonna, I'm gonna see if I can find it real quick. Keep talking, but yeah, I want right. to see. Hold on. Whoever made that take, I'm gonna see if I was probably it. hanging out with Cran <laughs> and Lamar Odom. That's who I think. Uh, who was, was on crack? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if I can get behind that. But yeah, no, I, like I said, I do I, think I Herbert agree. is a good quarterback. I think Herbert's sure. a top three arm talent. I think arm talent wise, it is Mahomes, Allen, Herbert. Yeah, but as a quarterback, I don't think you. I'd say like six or seven. Yeah, he's top ten yeah. for sure. But all right, but congrats, Team Heisman. Yeah. Big week for you. Uh, Timmons gonna keep looking for that. I'm gonna start doing his game then. Uh, he loses here to Silky Johnson. 130 to 108. Twos gets his first one of the year. Big win for him. 21 points from Tannehill. 27 from Big Ream. Big week for him. Only eight from Miles Sanders. Didn't really run much. DeAndre Hopkins played hurt. Only got five. And then, yeah, Lockett. Kind of a down week for him. Got 20 points from Ty Conklin. Don't really know how that happened. I don't know if that's going to happen again. But nonetheless, he got it. And then... Zacchaeus scored for you. This is the crap that I'm talking about. Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus. Fourth string receiver on the Falcons, but not Kyle Pitts. Yeah, yeah. I was so mad. 
And then, I mean, uh, not really because I want to lose, but like at the same time, in principle, I was pissed. And then 12 catches from Waddle. They're really using him a lot. Yeah, I like Waddle. Yeah. For sure. He's really good this year. And then um, going to your team, 30 from Jay Herbo, and then 7 from Paul, or James White got hurt, and then Barrios and Mooney combining for 5. That's Pitzel, how hurt my team is. Pitts right only had 5. I have six Big injuries. weeks from AJ Green and Cordero Patterson, though, and Renfro. Yeah. That's safety from the young, to be honest. Yeah. AJ Green's gotten six targets at least in every game. Patterson has been basically the receiving back in Atlanta. And Renfro, like we talked about earlier, he's been getting very, like, quiet Decent volume. Decent work, yeah. Very quiet volume. Look at this. Um, his targets have been nine, seven, and six, which, I mean, that's not amazing. But for a white receiver in the NFL, if he can get in the end zone like he did this week, that's 18 bad. points. Yeah. yeah, that ain't bad on a super pass heavy offense in a division that's going to be a lot of shootouts. I don't mind it. All right, sorry. Uh, I just think this is funny. I'm just scrolling through your bench. Oh, it's terrible. I have six injuries. Here's your bench points. Or no, I'm not even going to read the points. I'm just going to count the sub two points. Six. Six players beneath two points. Yeah. On the yeah, that's what I'm saying. I am the most injured team in the league right now while tanking. <laughs> like, it's not even close. I had White hurt. That's one. Uh, Stevenson dislocated no, his thumb. Hasn't, yeah. hasn't been suited since. AB had COVID. Deontay out with a knee. Uh, Judy and Dobbins both on IR. Roger, and, and Rodgers and St. Brown just haven't really figured it out. Yeah, and Herbert hurt his hand in that game and was seen walking out with a wrap on his hand. I'm sure he's probably be fine, a, yeah. but the way my team has gone with injuries, he's probably dead. So we'll just we'll see. All right, so big Tank win City. big win from twos. Timmons falls to 0-3, which is right where he wants to be. All right, we got two games left, I think. Uh, we'll do you, you go through mine next because we'll save the game of the week. Give me them cheeks versus Harold and Kamara. Also, Harold's undefeated, right? He's yep. got Stafford. He just slyly picked up Stafford this offseason. I think Kai was real big on that that pickup. Kai was calling that. Yeah, he jump. was. He was. He was. Yeah, because he was giving people shit for keeping quarterbacks when Stafford wasn't going to be kept, and rightfully so. I mean, Stafford is, what is he, QB4? Let me see if I can pull it up. Can you pull it up on yours? <clears throat> Here, I just went to his roster. He's QB4. QB4. That is, I mean, you can't ask for anything better than that. I mean, 3-2-1, and one, but who's counting? Thanks. Um, <laughs> Thanks for that. Kamara finally made himself worth a damn. Um, he's been a little... He, Shaky. Um, he had 18 in week one, but then he dropped down to seven because he's not really getting. Like, he's gotten four, six, and four targets, which for a running back, that's pretty it's damn good. not bad. Good. Yeah. But with Kamara, you're expecting like 12 to 15 yeah. targets a game. So I'm glad to see Kamara's getting it back into back into order. I'm laughing because I'm thinking about DeAndre Swift is killing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is. He's, he's doing yeah. very well. Swift is doing really good. Like, going back to what I was talking about with Detroit, they don't really use receivers. They just throw to their running backs. And Swift is a benefactor of that. So that was – I tried to get him as soon as that murder thing came out. I texted Harold immediately. Yeah. Like, immediately. And I was like, all right, what's the price? Like, 
I want to know. Keep me in mind. Good job, Harold. <laughs> Good job not listening to Timmons' games. I wasn't going to like lowball him. I was like, you name a price, I'll pay it right now. And uh, uh, Harold kept calm, and he held it on to his guy. Uh, the big, tall, fast guy who wasn't actually good at football scored 22 points. Uh, Juju, in Deontay's absence, only putting up five. He got, he got hurt in the third yeah, quarter. Yeah, he but left early, didn't he? Yeah, he left, yeah. In the third. Kittle, finally, you know, making a a presence. He's Seven catches and 92 quiet. yards, yeah. For being the consensus, like, tight end, too. That's, you know, it's finally good to see that production. <sighs> Going to your squad, Aaron Rodgers with an absolute nail-biter this week. I didn't watch any of that game, but I watched the highlights of it. Dude, he's still got it, man. He's like that. He's <laughs> like that, man. It's going to be weird seeing him in a New Jersey next year. I know, yeah. And everyone yeah. thought it was going to be Vegas. I don't think it's going to be Vegas now because Derek Carr is actually playing good. So, where's he going? Come to Pittsburgh, baby. That'd be nice, right? Yeah. Either there or he'll go to, like, Washington. Dude, that would be freaking wild if he came to the Steelers. The only bad thing is then he'd still get sacked ten times a game. <laughs> That, dude, if he came to the Steelers, we would get some literally just back. draft seven linemen and yeah. sign. They have a lot of cap room. Sign a bunch, all and seven then just, rounds, all offense. Literally, like they don't need. I mean, maybe some depth pieces here and there in the secondary, maybe or D line, but like, no, I don't think he's coming to Pittsburgh. But if he did, that would be crazy. Yeah, uh, it would be nice. But <laughs> realistically, though, like he has made it known. That he wants a California team, but none of the California teams really need a quarterback. You know what my what I was thinking? What's the next best thing besides California? Florida, Miami no. baby. Yeah, yeah. Miami baby. Miami's kind of hot. Yeah. Devonte Parker, decent O line, solid Will defense. Fuller. Yeah. Maybe bring in another weapon this off season. Go draft another receiver. We'll see. Could be Could Miami. Be All right. Anyways. Miami, one last thing, Miami Rodgers would be incredible. You can imagine him just wearing that, like, tan hat and, like, an oversized, yeah. like, Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. big the cigar. Hair going out the big back. cigar. Yeah, cigar. <laughs> Flip-flops everywhere. Miami Rodgers. Let's get it trending, boys. <laughs> Miami Rodgers. But, yeah, um, back to your squad. Your receivers, they're young, and they're good. Uh, Devontae struggled a little bit this week, but that was yeah, more did. of a factor of... Dallas just slapping the shit out of Philly. Um, it happens. That yeah. game just really wasn't fun to watch. And I think the Broncos, I think they really just ran the ball mostly because they were just beating the brakes off the Jets. Yeah. It's like such a boring game. Like no one fantasy wise really did much outside of the running backs because all their touchdowns were rushing. I'm pretty would sure. Would you say, honestly, that Alabama would beat the Jets right now? No. Really? Because like. I think they would. Because Honestly. maybe, like, eight players from Alabama next year are going to go to the league, whereas everyone in the Jets That being the said, Jets though, is in the league. like, are they really league-worthy on the Jets right now? Dude, like... like that offensive we, line, we, we I got to think like, one person. Who's going to block Quentin Williams on Alabama right now? I'm sure they have even Brandon if, Dickerson even if they Even if they... Yeah, but, like... Quentin Williams is now 25, 26 years old. Yeah. He would play, an, he would kill an 18 year old. Maybe, or maybe not. You don't know. I dude, mean, have you seen those Alabama recruits? Dude, I think, I think the Jets. I would, think that game would be a lot closer. I don't. I'm, ag- <laughs> I'm always against that <laughs> argument. Like, 
<laughs> would a would a college team beat a pro? Yeah, I mean that's been brought up with team. like Cleveland for the past ten years. Yeah, but I think this is the worst team we've seen in a hot second. I, don't I know. and off of that, I think Zach Wilson has the physical capabilities to be that guy. The physical one hundred percent, like he can make those throws. I don't think he's got the mental capability of it. Not on that team. No, and I don't. Yeah, and they're definitely not helping the mental side of no. things. And the offensive line is trash, especially with Vera Tucker. Or not Vera Tucker, Becton's out. So you got debatably a worse offensive line than ours. They don't really right have there. a running game. Yeah, they, they have. Really... Yeah, they drafted Carter. They don't play him. Uh, Elijah Moore hasn't been able to really do a whole lot, but I think they're playing him as an outside receiver, which he's not. I don't know. I don't watch Jets games. So. I'm pretty sure they're playing him as an like an X, like outside. Really. He's and like five using eight. Barrios in the slot. <clears throat> so I mean that's just natural selection. Yeah. So I mean that's 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 fate coming for them. So I thought Elijah Moore was the best slot receiver in the whole draft, but who am I? Um, you you played the cuff this week and it it pulled out. Madison, baby. Yeah, he saved me from a potential yum. That was that was a nice little sly keep in that trade, not to give the handcuff. I just never brought it up, and he never brought it up. So <laughs> when I traded Eckler to Eric, I immediately tried to get Roundtree, and he already had him. So props to Eric mm. on that one. Um, but yeah, no, the cuff is big, especially with how many injuries are coming this year. The cuff is big. Yeah, I didn't really get any handcuffs. I mean, Kyle drafted mine at seven thirty a.m. on the second round of the draft, yeah. <laughs> but. That one got hurt too. So, oh, Gus. Yeah, he took yeah. Gus. It was like yeah. I woke up at seven thirty intently so I could look at the stuff before I picked it because I knew it was gonna be picking early. At like seven fifteen, there was a message, Kai. Yeah, I want Gus Edwards. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, at a boy, I mean, it, 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 paid it paid off for a good two weeks. Kyburn. Yeah, I was pissed, but uh, I mean, it paid off for him until you know the turf monster came and ate his knee too. <laughs> Um, and you got Sammy D just chilling on the bench right now. Who, I forgive me for if oh no he's QB thirteen. I thought he was higher than mm-hmm. that. I yeah, thought he I, was I like did. QB I six. I dropped Wentz and his sprained ankles. <laughs> Both ankles. Both. How does that happen? I don't know. All right, so but uh, we have one more, don't we? Yeah, big win for Harold though. Yeah. One of two undefeated teams Shout left. You Harold. know that last undefeated team we're going to right now. Tro Troskini in a big upset <laughs> knocks off the Cap Lord. Braden Kybe by five points. Kybe was pissed about I this. I felt so bad in the for Kybe in this one. I felt so bad. So what was happening? Dak like barely missed boned the, with Dak. He like barely missed a rushing touchdown. Or Literally, something. you'd have to be blind to not know that this was a rushing touchdown. Like Dak's whole torso was over the over the line. Well, they called him short. Yeah. And then that's brutal. Dak well, that's six in the points. End zone. Yeah, and the, yeah, he lost by five. So and yeah, and then Dak had a fumble too. Like he got strip sacked in the end zone. So, wow. I, Kybe had that ripped out of his hands. But yeah, no, I mean, even still, props to Troy. He scored one hundred and sixty four points. Yeah, I mean, so. Tom Brady big week. The rushing touchdown helped him out. Najee had fourteen catches. That's absurd. Nineteen targets too. That's yeah. That's. I don't want to. Yeah, I almost want to bench Harris. It's almost like embarrassing that that yeah that that because happened. I just want to save him for next year. <laughs> I don't even know yeah. how much better the next year. Mark Chase be. is looking great though. He's had a touchdown in every game he's played yeah. so far. Yeah, he's looked really good. Elair had a big week. He had a hundred yards rushing and a receiving touchdown. Brandon Cooks again tearing it up. Um, those were like really the big performers. 
Everyone else did like marginally for Tro. On Cobb's team, uh, Odell, Sammy, Evans, Waller, all in double digits. Parker, or not Parker, uh, Devontae Adams and Cooper Cup, both with 30 pieces. And you still lost. That's just tough. See, look, this is what I'm saying. Where, like, his receivers are all incredible. I mean, it's tough, realistically, to get this lineup of receivers. Like, it's hard to do that. But he's with minimal running back production, he's still able to put up 160. But, yeah, no. Another thing I want to say is I always love looking at receivers and seeing one tackle on their stat line. Yeah, why are they doing <laughs> that? From interception. Yeah, I, I see that a lot too. Yeah, that's I love seeing that stat. But yeah, no. Um, like I said, I, I felt bad for Kyb in this one. He got this one ripped out of his hands, but you also got to tip your hat to Tro on this one. A so, one-year rebuild. So Tro is 3-0. Yeah, yeah one-year rebuild. One year rebuild. He does have, I think, a lot of picks, too, for yes, the future. Yes, so he might, does. I don't know how might the be hell in some, he did this. We might be in trouble. Yeah. I'm trying to get like Tro. Low That's key. the goal. All right, speaking of Tro, that's who I play this really? week. You ready for some predictions? Oh, yeah, I have mine all. I told Harold I'm going to write them down in my notes app. I have mine all, right. all written out already. Hey, so I went four and two last week. I'm climbing. Hey, I'm climbing hey, back. You're hot. Uh, you're now, hot. <laughs> now I'm down to just two games under five hundred instead of four. Yeah, we're making a comeback, baby. All right. Um, so yeah, me versus Tro. Again, I don't really look too much at the actual percentages. Oh God, Tom Brady is playing New England. He might throw nineteen touchdowns against the Patriots. Yeah, I picked. Um... It's gonna go one of two ways. He's going to murder them, or he's they're going to completely shut him down because obviously they know how he likes to play because he was their quarterback for 20 years. I don't think they will be able to shut down his weapons, though. That's my rationale because if it was Brady and some average team, but I don't think they have the literally – I don't literally don't think they have the people to stop Evans, A.B. will be back, Godwin, Gronk, Fournette. Rojo, if he can figure it out. Yeah. Like, if it was Brady on an average team, I would say Patriots would shut his shit down, but I don't think they will be able to just based off of personnel. Yeah, so um, I think I'm going to give the edge to quarterback there because Rodgers plays Pittsburgh, and I saw that Highsmith, Tewitt, and Watt all could potentially play. I don't know who, how many they will have, but for today, for making this pod right now, if that does happen... I mean, they're going to give Rodgers some fits. I mean, if the front is back healthy, we saw what they did against Buffalo. They're hard to block. Mm -hmm. So that's going to make it a little tougher on Rodgers, which is why I'm going to give Brady the edge. Uh, Running backs, Sleepy Joe against the Jags, uh, Gaskin against Indianapolis, against Hilaire and Harris. Um, Hmm. Probably Harris and Hilaire. I uh, just thought of this one as basically a wash. Yeah, it it's close, especially because I know Sleepy Joe last year against the Jags. That was the game he had like forty points or whatever it oh, was. Oh, hold on, breaking news. Um, Aaron Rodgers said on McAfee's show today that he absolutely loves the city of Pittsburgh. Oh yeah, he was like kissing their ass today. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's. Hey. Hey now. Hey now. Hey now. <laughs> you know who would be furious? Rob. No. Huh? Yeah. Big Ben. 
not? No, like he would be retired. He's gonna retire after this year. Uh, yeah. But maybe. if if Rogers was the guy that came right after him and he like wins a bowl or something, even if Ben doesn't, he would be pu- like, he'd be furious. Even if Ben like doesn't want to retire, we should still like wheel him hey. out. Get out. Hey, buddy. <laughs> I love you. I do. You were my childhood. There's nothing wrong get with. Out. <laughs> like saying he's a Hall of Famer, yeah. saying he had a great career, like liking him as yeah. your quarterback, and him being mostly done in terms of his playing career. Yeah, I don't want to say that he's washed because he still makes throws. We're like, wow, like that was a really good play. But if you're asking him to like win you games and like throw fifty eight times and throw for four hundred yards, like he can't do that anymore. Yeah. And he so. kind of his minimal mobility kind of limits the offense. Yeah, right. So like you can't do. Bootlegs and yeah, so. so. All right, but yeah, running backs wash. Receivers, I'm gonna give the edge. I know my matchups are probably a little more favorable, but Chase is really hot right now. Cooks has been on a roll, so I'll probably give the slight edge to his receivers here. Um, tight end. I mean, I like Fant more than Cook, but that Baltimore matchup's kind of tough. Vegas's secondary is not great. Yeah, I think I would probably... I'll go Fan. I would give him the edge. Yeah. Cook hasn't done a whole lot for me this year, or for anyone for that matter. He's tight end 24. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would give Fant the edge. And then this is where it's going to be close. I had the, the flexes. flexes as the separation, honestly. I think you kind of take the lead here with flexes. I just love T. Schmiggins. Um, he, I hope he's back this week. Yeah. He missed... Sunday. I like Devontae against Kansas City's defense. And I can't expect Sutton to be the only healthy receiver and not have a bounce back week against a team that's at least get the opportunity extremely to catch, injured. Yeah. Catch more passes. So So I this is where I mean I, I picked you to win this week in the in the upset, the intro streak, but uh this was the separating factor for me was the flexes. Alright. Maybe you know what? You talked me into it. I've picked against my team every week so far. I think this is the week I, I got to roll with myself. Maybe I'll edge Trout in a, in a slight, slight victory here. So yeah, I'll, I'll side with me. What the hell? I haven't picked myself to win yet in three weeks. So yeah. All right, moving on to Old Helen Yeller and Team Heisman. Um, I think I'm gonna before we go through the matchups. So both two and one. All right, so Kyler versus Lamar. They both play pretty tough defenses. Kyler plays at the Rams. Lamar plays at Denver. Uh, I would probably give Lamar the slight edge, actually. I think I would, too, because... Barely. I think this is honestly good for me. Well, bad in a way. But I think Kirk and A.J. Green are going to have big weeks this week. Because I think Ramsey's going to follow D-Hop all game. And I think that's going to hurt their passing game a lot. Whereas Denver's got guys, yeah. but they don't have guys. Yeah, like right. they don't have dogs. So I would I would lead Lamar, especially if they lean into Lamar's skill set. Like let him run a lot. Run, yeah. Yeah. All right, running backs: JT against Miami, Barkley against the Saints. Team Heisman. Yeah, I mean they're going to win every week. I I don't really know why. Uh, Aaron Jones is projected 20 points, especially if the Steelers' front comes back. That's not where, like, when the front's healthy, teams don't really run like crazy like that. 
We've given up a lot of passing work to Pax, though. Cause yeah, that's true. Our Devin Bush is kind of overrated. He's he, not hasn't, great in pass. he hasn't been that good yeah, for where he was taken. He hasn't been great in pass, bro. He's a little undersized. I mean, he's fast, but just because you're fast, it'll make you good at football. Right. Um, which is upsetting for me to say. but And especially yeah. if we find an instance where we somehow do this all the time, where Spillane's on the field, who is... Good against the run, but a liability against the pass. He is a blind, deaf toddler in pass coverage. Like, he is absolutely terrible. And you saw it in preseason. Like, even in preseason, teams were finding 41 on the field and just going at him. Yep. So, I I think Jones is still going to get a nice number. He will, probably won't do it on the ground. But yeah, I think get through a lot the air. There. That's fair. So, yeah, we'll go backs, team Heisman there. Yeah. Receivers, Ridley and Lamb versus Godwin and Fuller. Heisman. Yeah, I mean, I actually like, I'm going to say a wash because I, I think Godwin's going to have a big week against New England, and I actually think Will Fuller might catch a bomb or two on the Saints. He, you know, he had a week to integrate into the offense. They were taking a lot of shots for him against Vegas. He's playing Indy. Yeah, I he's mean, playing yeah, Indy. Indy. What did I, who did I say? He said Saints. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. I thought it was N.O. Yeah, I against Indy. Um... But yeah, I mean, I do like Ridley and Lamb, obviously. Um, they have pretty favorable matchups. Washington's defense has been bad to start the year. Mm-hmm. And then Carolina's defense is pretty good, but I mean, the way Dallas plays, Lamb's always going to have a shot. So I'm going to call it a wash, though. Yeah. I mean, they lost J.C. Horn, too. Right. But yeah, no, I, I definitely see the wash. But I, I would still lean Heisman, but I definitely see where you're coming from. All right, tight ends. I'm gonna give the edge to Hawkinson. He had a pretty down week last week, but he's been a stud. He's been very for good. for this year and last year. So he's their biggest red zone target too. I'm gonna give the edge there, and then flexes. Uh, uh Heisman. Yeah, Heisman. Yeah, Chark just... Chark is a little bit TD dependent for me, but Boyd yeah. might. If T Higgins comes back, that's gonna be one other person to eat into the targets. Especially if they get up on Jacksonville, they might mm-hmm. have to throw it. But that game might be close. I'm a, be. I actually think it's going to be close. I think Cincinnati's going to have a little hangover from finally beating the Steelers in Pittsburgh. Okay. I might actually, I might play the Jags spread in this game. I don't know what it is, but quick turnaround. Again, like I said, the Bengals really high after their win. They're like, oh, we're playing the Jags. Like, the Jags suck. I don't know. I think it could be closer than people think. So that might be a shootout in terms of fantasy production. I'm still picking the side of Team Heisman because, one, they realize that James Robinson is very good at football, the Jaguars, and they're playing Cincy, whose defense, in theory, should be bad. I mean, it wasn't against us, but we suck. Um, And Mike Williams, who I think is going to eat against Vegas. Um, Especially a divisional game, but those could go really any way. yeah, no, I, I like what you said about T. Boyd. Yeah. I just I don't like Brian Edwards this year um, being essentially fourth in line, or at least 3B. Um, I would lean more Heisman on the flexes as well. I, I picked Heisman. Yeah, I think they're going to win as well. Um, I just need to see a little more consistency from Himmler's team. Yeah. A little too much up and down to start, but we kind of talked about at the beginning. Yeah, he's not healthy yet. Um, so, yeah, until then... Until he shows me a little more consistency, I'm gonna pick against him when he's playing the you know those top teams in the league. But but yeah, we'll go with Team Heisman here. All right, moving to Cap Lord versus Silky Johnson. 
Look at some of the matchups. We got Dak versus Tannehill. Dak's playing the Panthers, Tannehill against the Jets. They might just run over the Jets and be up early and run, so I'm going to say Dak because he might have to throw more. Yeah, I'd agree. They're playing against Carolina, who... This will be nice. I want to see Carolina in this game because it'll be their first, like, real test. Right. Um, Should be a good one. And with Carolina, like I said, missing J.C. Horn, that's a vital piece in their secondary. Um, that could be something. They just got C.J. Henderson in that trade, right? But, I mean, mm. he hasn't really done a whole yeah. lot yet. But that'll be cool in years to come, having C.J. Henderson and J.C. And Horn, Horn across from each other. That'll be a nice yeah. secondary. Um, plus, they got Dante Jackson, so... All right, uh, running backs, Chuba and Hunt versus Gibson and Jacobs. Where are we Gibson plays Atlanta. Chuba? How are we evaluating him? I think he's going to get a lot of volume. I, yeah. I think he's going to be good from a fantasy perspective. Okay, I think that's fair. So I'm going to give the edge to, to twos here, actually. I think I will, too. Gibson. Unless Jacobs can hawk some TDs, I don't know that he's going to have a super or productive Or Gibson, week. honestly, hawk some pass. Yeah, right. Volume, so. Yeah, I, would, I think I would lean... Tooth here too, which is kind of weird. Um, I don't know if this will be a big bounce back game for Chubb, being as he got paid. Didn't he get paid? Am I thinking correctly? Who? Chubb? Yeah, he did. Yeah, so like I said with the Pollard and Zeke <clears throat> thing, I feel like they're not going to want to, you know, if Hunt had a great game where he looked better than Chubb, this might be a bounce back week for Chubb. But I think just, you know, riding hot hand, it, I think it'll be twos. On the running back spread here. All right, receivers, Kybe. Yeah, he is I mean, the best there's, receiver. There's really not an argument there. Yeah. Same with tight end. I'm gonna go with Waller. Yeah, but fuck Conklin. All right, dude scores a touchdown like every week. But yeah, Conklin. yeah, no, yeah. Uh, Waller. And then Flex is here. Kybe. D Hop. Well, I mean, oh, he's got D Hop down there. Okay. He has D Hop, Dalvin, and Miles Sanders in his flexes. D Hop playing. Oh, he played last weekend. Yeah, I'm like gonna Dalvin. go. I'm going to go with the flexes for twos, but ultimately I think Cobb's receivers are a little bit too much. He's had some bad luck with points against. I think he's going to score at least 150. I don't know if twos is going to get the number he needs to win. Is is Dalvin going to play? He's projected to right now. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm going to lean I'm going to lean Cobb just for the injury question marks. Yeah. So I'm going to yeah, I'm going to say Cobb here. Um We are th- 3 for 3 on the yeah. same pick here. All right, now moving to the other undefeated team, Harold and Kamara against Young Cunny. Uh, no AC, or I mean no CMC for AC, but let's break this down. Hurts versus the Chiefs, Staffy oh. versus the Cardinals. I kind of like Staffy. Someone's yelling across the street. They need to... Holy shit. Whoa. Someone is freaking out. I don't want to go to your window and look. Uh, hold on, fellas. We're gonna, you guys are going to be involved in this. Is it directly across from me? He's up the hill. Oh, it's up the hill. Yeah, I don't know who it is. Okay. Well, that was wild. I don't really know. I don't know what happened. Anyways, yeah. someone was screaming, calling someone an effing a-hole. Yeah, all that. Um, okay, anyways. I like Staffy versus Hurts, yeah, as we were saying. Crazy. All right, we're back. Staffy versus Hurts. Uh, Cardinals defense is a little bit hit or miss. If they can't get that pass rush going, um, we've seen they can give up a lot of points. Yeah. 
Um, though I do like Hurts, Kansas City's defense stinks, but I'm going to go with Stafford this week. Now running backs, we got Kamara and Swift against Damian Harris and Henderson. Again, without CMC, I'm going to go with Kamara and Swift here. That's a pretty, yeah, pretty easy one for me. Receivers, Metcalf and Pittman versus Marvin Jones and Cooper. Haven't seen a whole lot from Cooper since week one. It's weird. I don't. I don't really get it. Um, and I'm surprised Crane hasn't said much about it because mm-hmm. this was a hot topic um, pre week one. And then of course Amari Cooper exploded week one, but then he hasn't really done much since. Right. Um, yeah. Um, and I mean, you could also say that teams know that Cooper's a guy, and maybe CD's getting some easier coverages mm-hmm. that way. But I mean, you know, tomato, tomato. You still got to make the play. Um, so yeah, I. Uh, I mean, I feel like Cooper another at least twenty five point week is due. It's got to come at some point. That's just how it's gonna be. I like Marvin Jones against Cincinnati, too. He's been really consistent this year. He honestly. has been. He's been very solid. He's been very involved. I do love Pittman, though, this year. And if, yeah, if dude, Carson's healthy... Pittman's been solid. Uh, Metcalf has, past two weeks, done pretty well. Oh, the tall, fast guy that can't play football. Yeah, <laughs> that guy. Okay. He's um, done well. I think, though, I mean, I'm going to go slight edge here to Max's team because Cooper's been really down. Yeah, that's for, who I have picked today, too. Yeah, for we those... Are, all the way matched together right now. Well, I was talking more so about receivers well, still, here. Just, but yeah. <laughs> um, but tight, alert, tight ends, I'm going to give Kelsey the edge. And then yeah. here we go. Flexes, I think I'm going to give the edge to AC, actually. For Boo Boo, Singletary, and Goddard versus Hollywood Brown, Ruggs, and Gronk. I think Gronk scores against New England. It's just poetry. Um but yeah, ultimately though, I think without CMC, I'm gonna give Max the win here, and I think he's gonna go to four and zero. I agree. That's who I have picked. Um. All right, two more games, yep. and then we can get into some other stuff. Eric, oh my God, you're playing ball. Eric? Yeah, hell yeah. That's what I said. A movable force will meet, <laughs> and a movable object will meet a stoppable force, or a movable object will meet a All stoppable right. force. Mahomes and Herbert. I'm gonna call that a wash. Hey, what were you doing? And then oh. running, ba- running backs. <laughs> Shut up, Timmons. This is my podcast. Uh, running backs. I will lose every running back matchup in this league. Why is Patterson only projected five? I don't. Well, actually, no. Yeah, because he is running back nine right now. Yeah, that doesn't make any um, sense. I am actively trying to trade him. I have a trade to Tro right now for him. Um, I have not heard back, but yeah. Um, um, but just because he has Ek piece, I'm going to give him the edge. Yeah, of course. Receivers, I'm going to give him the edge. Yes. If, especially if Brown We don't need have to even break this down. Yeah, we really to. don't. Um, <laughs> I think Eric's probably going to win. Yeah. You're you're literally I trying to lose. I am actively doing everything so, I can. I am trading right. away running back nine right now, okay. trying to so lose. So I'm going to pick Eric. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Let's I mean, go to the last game here. Mikey Mack versus Breezy. Kind of a big game. Breezy's trying to get back to 500. Mikey Mack just dropped his first one. Russ versus Allen. Allen's playing Houston. But Russ, you know, those divisional games, he kind of turns up a little bit. San Fran's def- secondary's a little banged up. Uh, Did you see Norman has, like, he's like everything. Yeah, he like bruised his lungs. Yeah, I don't even know how you do that, but. Yeah, I, I think in this matchup I would lean Allen just for... I mean, Houston isn't as bad as we thought they would be. Mm-hmm. They're still bad. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to lean Allen, too, 
for that exact reason. All right, so the running backs here, Zeke and Chris Carson versus Chubb and Montgomery. Um, you know, pretty down week we saw from Chubb and Montgomery last week. They play two mm-hmm. NFC North opponents in Detroit and Minnesota. Carson's playing 49ers, have a pretty good front. Mm-hmm. Zeke's playing Carolina, also have a pretty good front seven. Um, I'm going to call this one a wash, actually. It's a wash, but I would still wash more towards Breezy's side. Yeah. Just because I feel like there's more... There's less touchdown dependency on Breezy's side. Like, I spent the whole first ten minutes talking shit about Zeke. But, I mean, yeah. he's still very good at football. Um, and I think he's... If they're going to the trend the way that I think they're going to, about giving him more volume based off of investment... I think Zeke's going to have another good week this week. All right. Uh, Receivers, I'm going to give Breezy the edge and Diggs and Allen over Jefferson and Julio. I'd agree. Tight ends, I'll probably give Breezy a slight edge here with Mark Andrews over Logan Thomas. And then Flexes. See, I like Thielen the most out of everyone, but Edmonds has been pretty consistent, like 13, 14 points a week. Uh, you know, Woods is going to be right there with him. Give like, you 9 to 15 every yeah. week. Yeah, and then Anderson's been hit or miss. And then Gordon has a tough matchup against Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think because of that, because the flexes, I'm going to give Breezy the edge here. I think he's going to mm-hmm. improve to 2-2. Two and two. I also <clears throat> I have Breezy picked as my overall win this week. Okay. So there you have it. There's what's your, your predictions. Mac, what's that? Is Breezy your pick? Yeah, yeah, I said I think Breezy's going to win, gotcha. go up to 2-2. Two and two. Uh, so there it is, Max. Keep track. Keep keep track of the Send record. A picture of it. All right. So I'll do that right now while we're sitting here. Moving to the power rankings. Here's the latest power rankings I got. Coming in at twelve, we have Timmons, the only member of the yes, league sir. actively trying to lose. So hey, and I'm doing a damn good job. Makes right sense now. to have him here. Me and Kai are both balls deep on opposite ends of the spectrum right now. All right. Right above him at <laughs> right above him at eleven, I have Eric. Not actively trying to lose, but just not doing a good job of he's winning. He's trying to win. He's only he's only he's, he's only trying, three. But he just can't. Hopefully, he'll get his first <laughs> win this week against you. Uh, at ten, I have twos, especially just because Dalvin's a little tweaked, injury. Uh, I don't know what it is exactly. And then D Hop's ribs, just a few injuries. Um, haven't been super consistent, but I don't think your team's bad. But like, oh, there's a lot of people kind of in the middle of the pack. And we're just kind of near the bottom end. And I say we're because I'm right ahead of you at nine. Um, team's just not quite there yet. Got a lot of young players. Um, coming in at eight, I have Himmler. Himmler, I wanted to have you higher. I just, again, you got young last week. You're you're too up and down to start the season. If I see a little more consistency. I think you can, will climb. Though, can definitely yeah. see you climbing. Um, the climber. But, yeah, you're definitely really close to that top fringe of the league. AC, I, jo- I dropped you down to seven just without McCaffrey. He's the best fantasy player in the league, so naturally you have to fall, especially with how competitive. Plus, he got yawned and it was hilarious. Yeah, he, he almost, almost got, got yawned. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just because how competitive the other members are. So you dropped a little bit. Still a, still a solid team. Max, I got you coming in at six. You're 3 0, top half of the league for sure. I don't know if I dropped you from the first ones. I didn't mean to if I did, but that whole top half is just super competitive. So you're definitely a top half of the league kind of guy. Breezy, I got you in at five. You're one and two, but you had your biggest week last year. You're looking to climb. Kaiba, I got you at four. 
Super solid so far. A lot of points scored, just a lot of points against. Tro, I got you in at three. You're undefeated. You added some really good young players. Uh, Jamar Chase and Najee have been turning up, fantasy-wise at least. I'm trying to give him another one. Yeah. I'm yeah. trying. So you're looking good. Mikey Mack, I have you at two. A little bit of a down week, but you're still the defending champ. Super solid. You're two and one. Got a lot of points scored. And then uh, coming in at number one, I got Team Heisman. They've been on fire the last few weeks. And they're probably the favorite right now if the season were to end today. Yeah, I would, I would so. say so. It's nice because last year they were so touchdown dependent. And this year I feel like they've kind of filled that gap of volume. Right. So, yeah, no, I think they're, they're a serious contender. All right, so we're making our way into the final segment here. So this was a fun one. So I picked different scenarios. And I asked Timmons. Timmons and I, we came up with three people from the league that we would want the most in a certain scenario and three people in our league that we would least want to have by our sides in this scenario. So the first scenario is three people that you would want if you're if you found yourself in a bar fight. So we have to pick three people from the league who we would want. Mm-hmm. You to, go first. You want me? I'll go first. Right. So I had Kaib <laughs> as my number one pick because he's super scrappy mm-hmm. and dude just doesn't care. Yeah. Like he would be good to have in a brawl. Number two, I have Eric. He's a brick house of a human being and he has an, a little bit of an EMT background so if we did lose and we did need medical attention he's right there Johnny yeah. on the spot and then number three I got Mikey Mack he's a psychopath he's freakishly strong in the weight room and you know we picked him as I said as our boxer for that Olympic event thing Yeah, I would like to have him by my side as well I like that uh, my three were you solely because well my first one for my first pick was you because you were a block of Greek. Uh, you were a Division One linebacker, and I feel like if I got a D1 linebacker on my side, things might Thanks, go my man. way. I appreciate um, it. Second was Himmler due to his wrestling background, as long as he's okay. not blackout drunk, because once he passes like six straight Himmler, worthless to me. Um, and he's interested in MMA. He's into that whole side of things. He understands that he could probably do some of it. I trust him. Uh, and Kai, I have Kai yeah. as well. Cause Gotta I, have Kai. You have to, because he would swing on anyone. He would be afraid of no one. I don't know if you ever saw him run a, the football in a JV football game, but the kid does not care about his body. Nope. Or his head. Or his head. And he's, he's scrappy as hell with face-offs in the cross. He's he's willing to put his face in there. He's I, a you grit gotta fiend, there. you got to yeah, get him in there. You can't to. You can't walk into a bar fight without Kai. All right. Now, now who, who are the three people you would least like to have? Uh, let me flip my page here. Um, number one, easy here, uh, Gavin. I, I also said Gavin. A lot of shit what, talk. What was your reasoning? Yeah, no, so so I think th- this is what Gavin would do. We would be there, and we'd be, like, in a fight against, like, two people. And then Gavin, would I feel like, would start calling out other people that weren't involved in the fight. And then we would be overmatched because he his mouth would write a check that we can't cash. Too much shit and then we would just get clapped. Yeah. And it would be his fault that we did. Mm-hmm. So that was my reasoning for picking him. Yeah. My uh, my second one was Eric. Sullied not because of the fighting aspect, but because he'd off, be off flirting with a mom with in the some, corner of the with bar. With some, like, cougar. Yeah. Some, like, 38-year-old woman that he'd be taking home. He'd be off in the corner of the bar with her. And uh, my other one was Andrew, just because have you seen him shoot a basketball? Like, can you imagine him in a fist fight? Yeah, I had twos on there too, not for that no. reason, but he re- he really just wouldn't realize that it happened. He, he, he he's so oblivious to any event ever, and that like 
something would be happening and he would be right there, but not realize that it's a fight until you're like knocked out. And then you would wake up in the hospital and he would visit you and be like, dude, I didn't know that was just like, what do you mean? You didn't see that guy throw a drink in my face and say, hey, and then I punched him. And then you watched four of his friends swore me and you didn't realize that we were I'd in a fight. I'd be getting punched in the face and he'd like try and step in between and be like, yo, let's talk this out. Yeah. He would get clocked yeah. <laughs> and then I would get clocked again. Like it, it wouldn't go well with Andrew in the mix. Um, and then my last person is Kren because I don't think that we would be able to find him. <laughs> I really think if we went to a bar with him, we would leave the night without him in our presence. I don't know where he would be or what he would be doing. He would not be present during the fight. No. Okay, moving on. All right, next scenario. Here we go. You're stranded on a desert island with three people from our league. Who would you most want to be stranded with? Go. Uh, my number one was Michael Kren. From a pure entertainment standpoint, not a single moment of that time would be boring. I mean, that's, that's, that's okay. it. I mean, it doesn't really provide me anything as far as getting off the island, but I would have fun. Who uh, <laughs> who, who are your other two? And then I'll tell you uh, My next one is Himmler, because he would find the way off. <laughs> he would, yeah. he okay. would fix the situation. Um, and then Harold, because he'd be tall enough to knock down coconuts from trees. Okay, that's actually then, a good one. And, I, and then I have parentheses, and I said, elite... Uh, smoke circle. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Got you. <laughs> yes. That's a good distress signal. <laughs> All right. So my number one was you. Yes. Because you would provide good content, and <laughs> if you did perish. I know. I know. You don't have to. I get it. <laughs> All right. You didn't just even so, try and look just for so, food first. Just so, just like, just right, so, right. Our friend died. I didn't say we're going to kill you. I said, <laughs> I said if you did perish, you would sustain us a little bit longer than maybe Brizzy would. I don't know. I don't know. If I were I'm to just, be pushed over a cliff I'm just or something saying, like that. Yeah. If, a coconut, if a coconut happened to bonk you in the head when you were sleeping over and over again. Um, okay, number two, I had Tro because I think he would be able to scheme away to find yeah. us off the island. He was my schemer. And then three is twos because I think he's the only person that has a hunting background. I think he would be able to somehow scavenge some food for us. Yeah. That was my third one. My three that I wouldn't have. My number one. Yeah, so the le- we're going to the least likely Least now. like. Least, who would least we least want to have on the island? Uh, my number one pick for least was Aaron Cunningham because he would just complain the whole time. <laughs> Um, my second one was Kai because he would have pointed out things that we could have done better to not be stranded on the island. And my third one is twos because he's really not going to bring me any value any way you look at it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> my my least likely were Kai was my number one because, like you said, he'd be like, "Well, if we didn't do this back there, we wouldn't be here." I'm like, "Yeah, Kai, like you might be right, but." How does that help us now and the fact that we are currently stranded? Like, and then he'd be like, hey, I saw this fact that was like 48% of Caucasians, but also if you're a quarter Italian, you have this percent <laughs> chance of not dying. It's like, all right, I don't need a Kybe fact right now. I'm just trying not to die from malaria. Um, okay, next least likely is Kren. Uh, I just, I really don't foresee how it would be helpful at all. <laughs> That's not a knock on Kren. If you were I'd... chased by an animal, you would die first. Yeah, yeah. He would he would escape. Um, and he'd be good company, but yeah. like, I don't know what he would do. He would probably just disappear. Same as the bar fight. You just yeah. wouldn't be able to find just him. wander the island. And then my third, least likely, is Breezy because we're too similar and I would just get pissed off with him. Because we think too similar, I'd be like, dude, shut up. 
That was my idea. We'd probably start arguing, and I would just get annoyed that we're thinking the same way. You would way. get coconutted. Um, okay, now this one. The bachelor party. Who of the three dudes in the league would you want to plan your bachelor party? Uh, for my first one, I have two people hyphened. I feel like they come as a package deal. No, it's not Crenn and Gabby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it is Max Harold, Daniel Tricano. Okay. Because uh, I feel like they wouldn't say no to literally anything. You could be like, I want to kill someone. And they'd be like, okay, sure. All right, sure. Whatever, fuck it, let's we'll do it. We'll find it. Let's do it. I want to hit a midget in the head with a keg. Can we say midget? I don't know. Midget. Anchor hasn't told me. I don't know if that's on <laughs> the ban list. If I wanted to hit a midget with a keg, they'd find me a midget and a keg. I mean, that's just, that's how it would go. Um, I have you as my number two because you'd be strong enough to drag me off the floor. That's fair. Um, I've done it before. You have. Um, <laughs> number three was twos because of his roster of short, blonde, and foreign women. That's fair. I'm going to cheat. Might as well be at the he, bachelor he party. He would have the girls for sure. All right, my three would be Kai because he absolutely knows how to party. He would be a great planner. I love seeing pictures of Kai. Oh, my God, dude. On, like, Snapchat yeah. stories. He's, he's easily my number one pick for that, dude. Just always lights on, but nobody's home. Yeah. My number two pick, kind of a dark horse, I had Harold. Uh, you know, he's he's from Germany. I know he would have the selection of the Kolsch's. The lagers, all the German beer on import. Mm-hmm. I love beer. He would get all the goods for me. And then three, I have you because you would be the one to somewhat level head off the Kybe and Harold <laughs> ham party. You would be like, no, maybe Gailey doesn't want to do all that. How about we dial it back a little bit? And then between the three of you, would you would devise a perfect bachelor party. That's fair. That's fair. All right, now least likely. Uh, my number one pick for least likely was Himmler because we'd wake up in Russia. Yeah, so like just on a boat, a fishing so, boat. Or so something he was like on that. my list too, and I said because in some way, shape, or form, we would either be lost, kidnapped, in prison, or in Russia or in another <laughs> company, something like that. Yeah, no way that night would end with us where we're supposed to be to end the night. I had Kren as my second pick because I figured we would just end up sitting on a couch watching like the Pat McAfee show. Yeah, I also had Kren on mine. <laughs> And mainly because, not because I don't think he's a fun time or he's fun to be with. I think he would literally just forget to do it. Mm-hmm. It would be like the day of the party. He'd be like, oh, that's today. <laughs> like, yeah, you were supposed to plan it. Like, did you get all the, you're supposed to get the drinks. There and was the like several like, emails. Yeah, did you get it? He goes, oh, no, nah, dude, I'm sorry. I didn't. And then number one is twos because he literally can't plan anything. Yeah, my last all. one was Gavin because one, he doesn't know what kind of weird shit I'm into. And... <laughs> Two, he would get us into the party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, comes full circle. Comes full circle. Gavin would get us into the fight, which we would then lose. All right, so there you have it. That's the last segment. Hope you guys enjoyed the pod. Timmons, thanks for coming on. Hey, thanks for having me. I loved it. And uh, everyone, good luck this week, and we'll talk to you next week.